And here's, and here's why I say that. Not because I'm bashing other people, but because the people that ever did anything supernatural for God, the people that ever had supernatural victories in life, were people who did things that other people thought were crazy. People thought Noah was crazy until it started raining. People thought Moses was crazy until the hand of God began to operate through his life. So people will think you're crazy. People will think you're taking this God thing a little too much to the extreme, a little too serious until they start seeing the blessing of God over your life. Until they start seeing like, whoa, you know, it, it really does work. Si funciona esto. Then they'll ask, hey, how do, you, how do you do the 21 days? There's people that are doing the 21 days of fasting this year because they saw and heard the testimonies of people last year. So I want to encourage you. What you are seeing here today, what happened earlier in worship, is not something that is common in churches all around the world. Seeing young people that will worship, to see young people that lift up their hands, that pray, that enjoy the presence of God, is something that you do not see everywhere. When I was telling the people in Germany about you guys, about the testimonies, about what God has done and what God is doing through you, They had a hard time believing me. It wasn't until I showed them videos and pictures and, and all of that. Then they believed me. They said, there's no way you have more than 50 young people. I said, yeah, there's more than 50 young people. We had what we call youth takeover and we broke 100 people. They're like, there's no way. Yeah, and I showed them videos. I showed them pictures. They could not believe it. To the point that uh, a couple of them said, we want to know when your next uh, uh, event is or when you guys are going to have something big because we're willing to fly over there to catch some of that fire that is in there, that is in that church, that is in the young people. So praise God for that. Now I tell you this for the following reason. I tell you this because, not because I, I, I want people, you know, that are gonna hear this uh, uh, and think, oh wow, like they're so cool, they're better than us. No, I tell you this because we carry a great responsibility. Because God saw something in not just me or the leadership, but God saw something in you that he could entrust his fire to spread throughout the world. Anytime that God brings revival, it's not for the revival to stay in one place. When revival comes, revival spreads out. Now, what is revival? Revival is when the Holy Spirit finds a place to rest. He says, I can rest there. I can stay there because they want me. And so today, I want to talk about four things that attract the Holy Spirit. Well, actually, today, I'm just going to share one thing. Now, if you want to take notes, you're welcome to take notes. I'm going to try to put these notes on the Bible app. Um, And, and that way you guys can have them. But there are things that we can do that attract the Holy Spirit. Now, during these 21 days of prayer and fasting, it is important that if you are doing the 21 days of prayer and fasting, that you are intentional with everything that you do. And if you're not doing the 21 days of prayer and fasting and you're upset with your life, you're upset, oh, I just I keep falling in the same sin. Oh, man, I just wish I had that far. Then do the 21 days. It's like somebody saying, oh, I'm, just, I'm just mad that I'm just so fat. I'm just mad that, I, that, that was me. That was me. I'm saying that because that's been me. But guess what? You know, you want to know what my mom said? She said, then go to the gym. <laughs> And so, you know what I said? Yeah, right? That's, yeah. But you know what? It takes initiative. And it takes courage to go. And it takes $10.58 a month, which is nothing. So if you want to break 
habitual sin in your life, sin that it just it keeps happening, it's been year after year, and you've tried everything, and you say, I just I can't stop, then start fasting. If you've never fasted, start from uh, six in the morning to till noon. Just do that. Drink water, and you'll be fine. And then at, at 12, break the fast. Thank God. Say, Jesus, thank you. I don't feel any different. I just feel more hungry, and I feel like I get mad easier, but I'm going to push through this until, and then you'll see by the end of the 21 days, you might do it all the way to 6 p.m. One day, it might, might go by, and you're like, I can't believe it's already 1. Wow, okay, I'll do it until 2. But you'll see how you start beating your flesh into submission of your spirit. Now, what happens when we fast? Fasting makes us aware of the presence of God. You ever seen people that today, if, if you were in worship, you saw the people in the front and people in the front, they was, I mean, they were getting into it. Holy Spirit's moving. It's like, yes, I love you, Jesus. But if you dared to turn around, you saw people like this. You want to know why? Because their spirit is not alive. It is impossible to be in the presence of God. It is impossible to be in the presence of the Holy Spirit and not be moved by his presence. It's impossible. The only way that you will not be moved is if your flesh is alive and your spirit is dead. So when you don't feed your spirit, your spirit begins to weaken and your flesh comes at you roaring. So why do we fast? We fast because I wasn't even going to preach about this. I had a whole nother point, but I'm going to keep going. So what ends up happening when you're fasting, you start beating your flesh into submission to your spirit because your spirit connects with God and your spirit wants more of God. That's why you have trouble and you fight. You say, I know I should go to church, but man, I just, I, it's too cold outside. But something inside of you is pulling you, but it's not strong enough because you haven't fed it. You haven't fed your spirit by listening to the word, worshiping, praying, reading. You haven't fed your spirit. So what's stronger now? It's your flesh because all day you fed your flesh. You were watching Netflix. You were out uh, uh, eating ice cream, eating whatever you wanted. You just, you ate. And so your flesh wants those things. So then you're feeding your flesh. You can't expect your spirit to be strong. You, you keep sinning. Why? And you get upset. Why? Because your spirit isn't strong. There, you cannot be victorious in the spiritual things unless your spirit is strong and you're connected with the Holy Spirit. So what does fasting do? Fasting makes you aware of the presence of God. And this is why I, I like this song, uh, the one that we just sang, because there's, there's, there's a quote in there. There's not a quote. There's a lyric in there. And the lyric says, uh, hell lost another one. I am free. I am free. And I turned around and I saw everybody up here singing, hell lost another one. I'm free. And then jumping, dancing. And when I look back, there's people doing this. Here's why it's important, and here's why so many times we sing the chorus five, ten times, and Christians make fun of people that sing the chorus over and over and over. Do you want to know why it's important? Because the first time when you sing it, you sing it so your mind understands it. The second time you sing it, you sing it so your heart understands it. The third time you sing it, so your ears can understand it and hear it. And the fourth time you sing it, you sing it because it's going to strengthen your spirit. Because if you don't believe that you are free, if you don't believe that hell lost a soul and that's you, you're still going to continue to be in that sin, in bondage. So you declare it. 
That's why the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Because the word of God tells you that you're free. The word of God tells you that you've been forgiven. The word of God tells you to get up again. The Bible says the righteous person falls seven times and seven times he gets back up. But if you've never read that, the moment you fall, you're going to stay there and you start feeling guilty. You start feeling bad and you say, God, how am I supposed to get up? I, I failed you again. But because you're feeding your spirit, you're repeating what you read in scripture, then you're going to get up and then you start to believe it. So that's why there was a moment, um, there was a moment in time, uh, I think last year or the year before, I don't remember. I think it was, yeah, it was 2022 where I pushed, I said, sing, sing as loud as you can. I'd stop the worship and I say, everybody in this room is going to sing. Why? Because when you start singing, you start believing what that song says. So if you don't believe Nobody's going to believe for you. You're going to continue in bondage. You're going to continue upset. But that's why I tell people, and that's why even today when I opened up worship, I said, we're going to sing as loud as we can. Because you have to sing as loud as you can so the devil can hear you too. I'm not going back to that sin. I'm not going back to being a slave to you. I'm not going back to that lifestyle. I'm free. Jesus has made me free. And I plan to stay free in 2024. So you have to tell yourself. And you have to let the enemy know that you're free. I intend on being free 2024. I'm not going back. I refuse to go back. So that's why it is important that as you're fasting these 21 days, that you tell yourself, you remind yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not positive confessions. It's none of that. It's reality and it's truth. Because the Bible says, David David said, bless the Lord, oh my soul, bless the Lord. What is he doing? He's telling his soul to do something that he doesn't feel like doing. So when you don't feel like singing, you don't feel like coming to church, you say, body, soul, say your name. I, we are going to church and we are going to get our praise on and we're going to sing as loud as we, as we can. And I say we because we're body, uh, what is it? Body, soul, and spirit. We're, we're three parts. So you talk to yourself. I do that all the time. Sometimes I'm on the way to church and I don't feel like going. Then I look at myself in the rearview mirror and I'm like, nah, you fool. You're going to worship Jesus. You're going to worship Jesus. Oh, well, I just, you know, my back's hurting. I'm going to worship Jesus until that back pain is gone. I'll tell you guys a quick testimony. I started, um, I was preaching this in Germany. I started telling them, as you worship, God will heal your pain. As, as, as you, you begin to pray, God will heal you. And at the, at the very last day that I was preaching, there was a man from, I don't know, Iran, Afghanistan, Kurdistan, one of those places. He was coming up and his son walked up to me and he said, um, my dad has really bad pain. It's been a couple of days and he can't walk. I said, okay. He said he walks. He, and I thought, you know, that was just how he walked. I thought he was just pimp walking the whole time. You know, I was like, I guess that's how they walk over there because he's just walking like this every time I'd see him. And I'm like, yeah, man, what's up? Yeah, west side, east side? Yeah. So I, I didn't know. I didn't know. I said, man, this dude's just gangster. And so, um, so then he, he came up at the end and his son came up to translate. He said, my father says, can you pray for him? And then his dad says something. He goes, huh? What? I, he was confused. I was confused. I was like, what's going on? I don't know what you're saying. Then I look at the guy and I have the video. The guy, because I had just grabbed my phone. I'm like, this, this sounds like it's going to be a testimony. Let me record this. And so I just started recording. I was like, what happened? And the guy, his eyes are red. He wants to cry, but then he's smiling. 
and he keeps doing this. And I was like, uh, is it hurting that bad or what? Like, like I got faith, but man, uh, I don't know if I got that much faith because he's, he's crying because he's in pain. And then the, the kid, his name was Nashem. He goes, uh, Pastor, no. He says that on his way to the altar, God healed him. That's what God does. Now, I said, what? He said, he doesn't need prayer. Um, God healed him. So I go over there and I tell the guy, I don't know why I thought he could understand me. I was like, where did it hurt? And he's like, yes, yes. And I'm like, oh, you're in pain? Yes, yes. And I was like, hey, man. So he, then he tells me, he, go, he translated for me. He goes, oh, right here. And he, kept, he, he, he touched himself like right here like in, in his thigh. He said he couldn't, he couldn't walk. Um, it hurt every time he walked. And it had been like that for weeks. But instantly as he was walking to the altar, Jesus healed him. You know why that happens? That happens because there's faith being built up. There are people that still remain in the same situation, in bondage, in sin, in sickness, and disease, because they don't have the faith to believe, because you buy a lie from the enemy. You believe the lie of the enemy, that this is the way you are, this is how you're always going to be, you're never going to overcome. I lived like that for years, feeling guilty about myself. That's nothing more than being selfish because Jesus already paid the price for you to be free. Jesus paid the price for you to live in victory. And the Bible says, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So the moment you came to Jesus, you received the Holy Spirit. Where's the Holy Spirit now? It's in me. Say, the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Is, in me. is in me. Say it again, because there's people that didn't repeat it. You gotta believe this. This is what the Bible says. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is in me. The Holy, Spirit the Holy Spirit lives in me. Lives in me. So, so then where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So say, I am free. I am free. This is why we sing that over and over. And we say, hell lost another one, I am free. Why? Because Jesus makes us free. So back to the original point that I never started um, explaining is when we fast... Fasting makes us aware of the presence of God, of the presence of the Holy Spirit. It's not that, that, that fasting makes the Holy Spirit want to be with us, although in some way it does. What happens is we become more sensitive to the move of God. We become more sensitive to hearing the voice of God. This is why I'll explain it to you this way. When you fast, it's like having a long tube that goes to heaven. And that long tube over the years, it's gotten clogged up because of sin, because we've been feeding our hearts uh, bad habits, uh, overloading ourselves with social media, philosophies of the world, things of the world. And it starts clogging up, so it's difficult. We don't know if we can hear the voice of God. So then we say, I feel like maybe he's saying that, maybe I think. And we can never get a clear response why? Because that line of communication is clogged up. The moment we start fasting, what ends up happening is that line of communication begins to open up. So when it begins to open up, God speaks and we're able to hear him clearly. I'll explain to you. It's only been the second day. And when I finished, I think I finished or when I started the, the service, I said, today will mark uh, something like a before and after. I said, después de hoy, 
you know, it's going to be different because of how we're going to worship. So after I said that, I was like, oh, Lord, I just said that. I was like, I hope that um, uh, I hope, you know, people really pour out their, their hearts in worship because I just declared something. Some people caught it. Some people didn't. So then as worship starts and it's going, I was like, OK, I was like, I f OK, yes. OK, Jesus. Yes. And then at the end, it's like, oh, snap. OK, it was for real. So I didn't know what I was saying, but because the line of communication begins to open. God speaks to my spirit and my spirit speaks without me even realizing what I'm saying. And that is what it means to walk by the spirit, to speak by the spirit, that you don't have to think and say, you know, I just, I just, you know, I walked in and I just kind of really felt like there was like a heavy presence, you know, it just kind of feels like, no, you walk in and you're like, you know what, let's worship because we're going to change this atmosphere. You don't have to feel nothing. You just speak. How many times have you run into people and as they're talking, you're like, how did you know? Like you really, oh, I, I didn't know. It's the Holy Spirit that just speaks. So when that line of communication opens up, it makes us more aware of his presence and you become more aware of what God wants to do. That's why there's people that don't know what God wants for their lives. They don't know what their purpose in life is because that line of communication is closed. So then what happens since you can't hear from God? Then you look to the world and you say, oh, that's the structure of the world. Okay, I graduate. After I graduate, I go to school. I get my career. After I get my career, I make some money. I buy a house. After I buy a house, maybe, you know, I'll get married. Man, no, maybe not. No, because life is just too expensive, so I can't get married. It's just for, for me and myself and I. And then those that decide, you know what? Yeah, I am going to get married, but I'm only going to have one child because life is too expensive. And it's, did, did Jesus, did God consult with the world, with the culture when he said, be fruitful and multiply? It's a command from God. Have children. You think you're going to be broke? No, God knows. God knows what he told his people. So he's going to provide. You ever? Come on now. Here's, here's, here's what I want you to do for 2024. When there's a word, catch that word and receive the word by saying amen. You can do like Chris and say, amen. Grab that whole thing and take it for yourself. You got to leave some for somebody else too. So don't. Don't, you know, don't use both hands. Just amen. Receive it. So then because you don't know what God wants, you're looking to the world and like, well, that's how they do it. They, they do it. Okay. They do this. That's how I'm going to live. But the whole time God had other plans. The Bible says in Psalm 139 verse 16, it says, you saw my unformed substance. And then he said, and all my days were written in your book before I lived a single one of them. This means that God has had a plan for your life since day one since before you were even born he had a plan for your life the problem is is because people don't choose god they choose their own way they never get to live and experience all the blessings that god had for them in this book in this life you say amen, amen. um i don't even know if i should go into whatever i was actually going to preach okay i'm not I'll, I'll do that next next wednesday uh because uh I was like, yeah, we're going to go here and we're over here. So with fasting, why is it important? It's important because wars were won in fasting. People, the people of Israel, they won wars when they fasted. And I want you to understand if you're going to win this battle, this war of sin in your life, or maybe you feel stagnant. Like, man, I remember I used to go to the front and worship. Man, I remember it just felt good. It's just that's a war. You have to fight against that. How are you going to win? 21 days of fasting. 
the Lord told me, and I had a hard time believing it because I really thought it was just coincidence. I was like, it's probably because I posed or it's probably because of, no, it has nothing to do with that. But the Lord told me the reason why you're going to stay busy up until the end of the year is because of the 21 days of fasting at the beginning of the year. And I was like, nah. So after we went to, after we went to Louisiana for Holy Spirit, and I was like, yes, what's up? And then we went to uh, uh, McAllen. We went to McAllen. I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm done. And then my, my friend, my friend goes, man, you over here saying you're done for the year. He's like, we already in December. And I was like, yeah, you're right. And then out of the blue comes the invitation to Germany. And then I spend New Year's there. I tell you that why, not to say like, oh, look at me, I'm traveling. No, I tell you that because when you dedicate the first 21 days uh, to God of the year, God's gonna remember that and God will honor you throughout the rest of the year. You wanna, you wanna see blessings, you wanna see a supernatural move of God in your life, fast. Maybe you can't do it all the way to six. Well, I'll do it till four. Maybe you can't do it till four because I don't know, you're already skinny, you don't wanna lose a, a whole bunch of weight. So then just do it till 12. Unless, unless you're part of the, the, the leadership team, then you got to do it until four and six. But what I'm saying is fast and you'll see how you're going to win this war of sin. The second thing, well, the third thing, I don't even know what number we're on. What was the first thing? Makes you sensitive to the voice of God, to the voice of the Holy Spirit. You can win wars that way. And judges, we see this happen. The third thing, and I'll finish with this. When you fast, the Holy Spirit speaks. The Holy Spirit is going to speak to you when you fast. This is what the Bible says in Acts um, chapter 13. Um, it says, while they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said. And the Holy Spirit gave them direction in that moment. Why? They were seeking God for a decision that they were going to make. There are decisions that you're going to be faced with this year. There are decisions that you're going to be faced with in your life. When you decide to worship and fast, then the Holy Spirit is going to speak. The Bible says, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. First, there was a calling. And the Holy Spirit spoke. Why? Because they fasted and prayed and worshiped. But here's the thing. Just because the Holy Spirit spoke did not mean that it was a time for them to go out and be sent. They still had to pass some more time because this is what the Bible said. Then after fasting and praying again. See, they fasted and they prayed the first time. The Holy Spirit spoke. The Holy Spirit will give you direction. The Holy Spirit's going to tell you where you ought to study. The Holy Spirit's going to tell you what's your next move. The Holy Spirit's going to tell you what he's going to do with your family, what you need to do. Because when you fast, there are things that you're going to have to stop. Because the Holy Spirit's going to say, you're seeking me, you want more of me, then you have to stop this. Or you have to start doing this. And write those things down. Because this is very, very important. Listen to what I'm going to say. While you're fasting, your spirit is so sensitive to God that there are things that you think are just randomly going to come into your mind. And you're going to say, oh, you know what? I just, that friend group really isn't, it's not blessing me. I, I, need, to, I need to step away. 
Write those things down. Because the day that you break the 21 day fast and you go back to normal, guess what's gonna happen? The flesh is gonna come running at you as hard as it can. Because it's gonna say, now I'm free, now we can do whatever. We can eat ice cream at two o'clock in the morning. We can eat ice cream for breakfast. We can do whatever we want. We're free, finally. And then guess what? The thoughts that you had of leaving that friend group or maybe applying at that job or maybe doing something else, guess what? Now you're gonna to start to doubt. You're gonna say, hmm, you know, I did tell myself I was gonna start waking up at seven o'clock in the morning, but now, eh, I don't know. Because whatever disciplines or whatever decisions that you receive in these days, write those down because that's the Holy Spirit speaking to you, giving you direction in life. But then comes the moment to execute. This is what the Bible says in verse 3. It says, Then after fasting and praying, they laid their hands on them and sent them off. What did they do? They fasted, they worshiped, they prayed. The Holy Spirit spoke. And then after praying and fasting some more, then it was time for them to go. There are people that are going to receive their calling in these 21 days of fasting. But just because, I like it. I like you guys already saying amen. But just because he speaks to you during these 21 days of fasting does not mean that after the 21 days, it's time for you to go. There's a time and there's an, an order in the way that God works because it's in scripture. When you do things outside of scripture, don't expect God's blessing. God is not responsible. He is not, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He doesn't have to bless you. He's not required to bless you. But because of the word that he left established, then he's going to bless you. One of the biggest things, and, and I'll talk about this. Um, this is my second time saying I'm finished. But, but this is very important. What happens for many people in your age bracket is the following. There's always questions about relationships. Who am I going to marry? Who should I date? I'm praying for someone. Do that now in the 21 days. You don't know, you're unsure, maybe, maybe not. Pray, fast. And there's things that you don't even have to pray. There's sin in the relationship, cut it. So you use that. It's either you go to hell, think about it, what do you want to do? But there are things that you do have to pray, that you do have to fast for. Lord, is this the right step? Is this the right decision? Lord, give me your green light. Maybe you're unsure. Maybe you don't know. Maybe you're saying, you know what, God, I really want to worship you. I really want to wait. Um, please help me to wait. 21 days of fasting, Lord, help me to wait until the right time. The Bible says, I don't even know why I got into this subject. This is crazy. I feel like I'm just batting like everywhere. But, but this is what the Bible says. Do not awaken love before it's time. Why? Because once you awaken love, it's a machine you can never turn off. And when you awaken love before the time that God had des designated for that, Love is supposed to be a blessing, but so many people, that's where you get the sayings of like, all men are dogs, all women are the same. Why? Because love was awakened before its time and they got hurt. When you awaken love before its time, you're going to get hurt. That's just the bottom line. So there's, I'm not going to be like, how many of you can testify that, you know, you've done that before? <laughs> Don't, because you get hurt. And that's why the Bible says, don't awaken love before it's time. Wait until God tells you. So pray fast about those things. Everybody got the list of the things that we're praying for? Those of you that signed up? Okay, good. So it's important to pray for those things because we're fasting as corporately, but then also pray for your personal things. 
There's nothing wrong with saying, God, man, I just want a better job. God, bless my business. Lord, please fix my relationship with my parents. Uh, fix their marriage. Do something. But you pray and you're intentional about that. And you're going to see what God's going to do. Can you say amen? amen? Let's stand to your feet.